Good morning. Welcome to Sideline Junkies Podcast. This is our week three NFL predictions and NFL news. So sit back and enjoy yourself while we entertain you with our next two episodes. We're going to do an episode on the early games and then we'll come right back to back with uh, our episode on the late games and tomorrow's Monday night game. Uh, How you feeling, man? I'm feeling pretty good, man. Good, good, good. We, all right. That's Delonte. What's going on, Delonte? Uh oh. I heard, I heard a third person join on, but I don't know if he's still having uh issues or not. Well, you still there, right, KG? Uh, I'm here. Okay. Well, we'll keep rolling. I posted the link in the chat, so maybe he could try to figure out what's going on. Um. Uh, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be doing our, you know, weekly predictions and new NFL news, and we'll jump, we'll jump into our NFL news, and I'll let KG start off because he predicted a Browns victory for third the Thursday night game to start off week three, and it came true. Indeed, it did. Uh, Cleveland, I predicted Cleveland twenty one fourteen. Junie even predicted Cleveland twenty four seventeen. They won twenty one seventeen. And see, here's my thing too. They they won. I think when y'all made those predictions, it was with the quarterback they had. Nobody expected Tarod to get hurt. So, um, and also Baker Mayfield has been named the starter from uh for from here on out, I believe. So, I expect. I mean. I kept saying with Tarad in there, I didn't have too much faith. They have a really – they sound like they have a really stout defense. But now with Baker in there, a capable quarterback, somebody that's going to throw the ball and not gun shy, I might start picking the Browns now. I might start picking the Browns now. Hmm. Maybe, just maybe. Not with Tyrod. Now that defense is supposed to be top five. Uh, we'll we'll see. They you know they held Pittsburgh. I mean, but that was week that was week one. So you know, I got I got two more people on. So that I'm assuming that's Junie and that's Delonte. What's up, fellas? What's, What's up, going on? What's going on? Hey, good good to hear y'all voices, man. We were just talking about basically Baker Mayfield coming in and giving their Browns the first win since – what's that? When last time they won a game? 2016 won it with RG3. There you go. Say that one more time. Who gave them their last win? G3. Ah, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, we um we had to start it over because we were having some technical difficulties, but we were talking about – the story that's out about how Rob Gronkowski was almost traded to Detroit and how he threatened to retire versus being traded. And uh, me and KG was talking about it. It's just like, why? I know he's been, he's been in the league for nine years. Um, New England's not getting younger. Their key pieces are getting older. So I kind of understand where they're coming from trying to, to build pieces. But Junie, uh, uh, Delonte, would you trade? Your key piece, one of your one of the most dominant tight ends in the league. I know he has some injury problems. Um, maybe he might party more than the, you know, the Patriots like. But what y'all take on on that on that? Uh, well, poten- what would have been potential trade to Detroit? Mm, that's that's uh that's pretty risky if you ask me. Um, I think he's probably one of the more you know dominant tight ends and the history of the game. Like if you look at his body of work, you know, Grunt, you know, he, he's definitely um, helped New England win some key ball games, even some questionable ones like that Pittsburgh game from last season. Um, but you can't trade Grunt. You can't trade Grunt. Uh, nah, man, you got to let that man finish his career in New England. Like it's only right. And that makes like the more logical sense. Why would you trade Grunt? Who are you going to get in return? You know, but nah, man, that's 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 bad business. Uh, an attempt, bad attempted business by the Patriots. Can't can't trade Grunk, man. 
Hey, to be honest, man, it's like this. Bill Belichick don't play. Bill Belichick is the Greg Popovich of, of, of uh, football, and they do not play. So when Grunt get himself in trouble and doing all this stupid stuff and he putting his mat over here, I don't. I think Bill Belichick then won so much, he don't even care about winning, but you're going to respect him, and that's how he feels. So he don't even think about winning no more. He wants to win, but he's not going to let nobody disrespect him. And, you know, that's how I feel. Cool, cool. Let me – oh, my, my fault. Let me add one, one more thing to that. Um, Fire away. Fire away. Yeah, like I, I definitely agree with uh, with Junie uh, Belichick. He definitely don't play. You know, like he don't, I don't, he don't care who you are, Brady, Grunk, anybody. You know, but I, I I think you have to like think about you know other tight ends in the league and you know or you know the other talent and you have to look at Grunk at what you have. I mean, yeah, sit him down, be like, yo, I'm not feeling all the partying and all you know the 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 bubbles and the confetti and all this other stuff you're doing and the, the and you know saying like stage diving and all that, but you know we need you to you know be on you know one accord with the team, so. You know, I I, def, I definitely think whoever you know pulled back from that uh, from New England pulled back from that trade made a good decision. But sit him down, you know, sit him down, and, and you know, what I'm saying kind of like talk to that man and tell him like, hey man, you know, we need you to be focused. You know, we need you to stay out of these parties. You know, what I'm saying you are you are a vital piece of of our ball club. So you know, we need you to kind of be a little more a little bit more focused. That's it. Oh, cool, cool. KG, you want to add anything, brother? Don't trade Gronk. You don't trade your best player to teach him a lesson. It's going to hurt you in the end. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man, because I'm like, if they pulled that trigger, I know Brady makes real, you know, makes receivers and makes people because he's so good. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's like, like everybody's saying, that's the part, the most dominant tight end in the league. And and the next person would probably would be on his level if he could play more games, which is Jordan Reed. You know, if he could stay healthy, he'd probably the next person that would could be on Gronk's level. But that's a whole other conversation. You got uh, Travis Kelsey also of Kansas City. Well, I'm, I I know, but Travis isn't dominant to the point where like with Gronk, he's just leaping. He's just reaching his hands in the air and snagging balls down or he, his athleticism. I don't think – I think Kelsey is just uh, – he's a good type. But in my – me, I don't put him on the same tier as Gronkowski. Okay, I, can, I agree. I agree. So, um, man, whoever's I going next. Oh, oh, big story today out of Philly. Carson Wentz will be starting today. Um, guys, uh, he's been out for a minute. He's been out since the, the the playoffs last year. I think it's going. He's going to need probably two or three games to kind of get himself back in the rhythm. Um, but I think the offense, the Philly offense, is definitely better with Carson Wentz. Even as, as great as job as Nick Foles have done. I think this is a better offense with Carson Wentz in there. I think they're going to put more points up. They're a little bit more explosive, which I get, which I think about Carson Wentz coming back. I, I think it's I think it's timely. I think it's timely because if you look at the two games from this season, Foles, uh, man, like last week. Now, as a matter of fact, week one, like you know, he he. He dropped a napalm bomb out there, and it wasn't in, not in a good way, even. You know, it was like, what was that? You know, like last week, same thing. Like, what was that? Very pedestrian like performance. So, I think Wentz coming back is definitely timely for the Eagles. Um, I, I agree, BJ. It will take him, you know, a couple games to like get back into game mode. But yeah, that him, you know, you know, them bringing him back. This week is, is definitely uh, timely and much needed. You know, Foles, I mean, props to Foles. You know, hey, he he won them a Super Bowl. He he did his job, but kind of shaky start to the season. So you got to go with your you know your star QB. So 
you know, I, I'm, I'm with the Eagles, you know. Junie, fire away, man. Well, I like Carson Wentz. Awesome. As a matter of fact, I had him on my fantasy team last year. Um, they're going to get up, up against a coach defense. Um, I think he's ready. You know, he's very athletic also. But um, whether that leg is ready, wow. I don't know if I would have put him in against that coach defense right now. Um, but, hey, he's making that big money. And I know they feel like, hey, his leg is ready. Let's throw him out there. See what he got. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I can go with it. I go with it. I'm not too sure about it, to be quite honest. I'm I'm really not. Because Nick Foles is not playing awful, but he's not playing great. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm just I'm I'm not so I mean Carson Wentz is pretty daggone good. But Nick Foles is not bad. I mean, don't rush it back, especially coming off an ACL injury. You cannot rush that back. You got to take your time because you're going to come back. You're going to think everything's going to be the same, and it's not. You you, you have a surgery, surgically repaired ligament in your body. So I, I would keep him out at least until week eight and, you know, let him work his way back. You know, work him in here and there until you really got him. But. I think it's too soon. Even though he's medically cleared, I still think it's too soon. I don't think they would – I don't think he would bring – just like just like Delonte was saying, the, the way Nick Foles has been playing, even though he lit it up in the Super Bowl, he's been kind of pedestrian. So I don't think they would be there in a rush to bring Carson Wentz back. I think they know they can win with Nick Foles. But I don't think they would bring him back if he wasn't 100% ready and medically clear, and Carson Wentz himself being like, I'm ready to go. You know, we we have week three now. I'm sure they're not going to have him doing too much of anything, uh, you know, as far as, you know, trying to just uh, put more pressure on his leg than they have to. This would probably be, you know, dummy down on offense, be simple. So I that's what I expect. I don't expect, you know, I like I said, it's just going to take him a couple of weeks to get the – the rust off of him, but other than that, you know, I, I think this is the best move for Philly. Get you, get him in, get him early, get the rust off, and then you know, mid-season towards the end of the season, we're talking about Philly, you know, contending for the division. So, uh, next story, quick, quick little snip: uh, Leonard Fournette hamstring. He's still dealing with that hamstring. He'll be out for week three. He'll be out. So. Uh, if you got Leonard Fournette in your fantasy, you might want to make some moves now. And uh, if you play DraftKings or FanDuel, TJ Yeldon, I don't know if he's – he might – he also – he was questionable last week. I don't have the injury report right in front of me, but uh, probably see a lot more TJ Yeldon uh, since Fournette will be out. Fellas, let's get into these picks. Let's get into the picks. One o'clock games, and then we'll come back with episode two for the uh, four o'clock games and the Monday night game, and we'll touch on uh, the uh, Thursday night week four game. All right, where do we start? Where do we start? Let's see. Let's go with uh, let's go with Indianapolis at the Philadelphia Eagles. Vegas got the line at forty-eight. With Philly being a six and a half favorite, six and a half point favorite, and this is updated with them knowing uh, Carson Wentz is going to start. So we'll go in on in our normal order. Um, I guess I'll fire away first, Delonte, Juni, and then KG. Um, I like Philadelphia in this game. I, I thought Indianapolis last week, if Washington had moved the ball at all, they would have lost that game. So, it, I'm going to give it to Philly. Philly got way nastier defense than the, the Redskins do. So, I'm going to say Philly 24 to 10. Damn. You, uh, as far as that uh, predicted score, you, you, man, you read my mind, brother. Um, I got Philly as well. Um, 
it's going to be close at first, you know, with Wentz trying to, like, you know, kind of get familiarized, you know, back into the system, back into game mode, you know, like we mentioned earlier. Um, I'm not going to sleep on Luck or uh, T.Y. Hilton, um, but however, Philly's defense is extremely nasty. I also have them winning 24 to 10 as well. You know, you know, I'm sorry, y'all. Carson Wentz is my man, but I got to go with Coach because Andrew Luck is, is he? He didn't shook all his rest off. He's ready, and like I like you just said, Ty Hilton is his go-to man. So I got to go with the Coach. Matter of fact, since y'all went 2014, Coach over Philly 2410. Wow. Hey, KG, you taking all this down? I'm taking it all down. I just want to make sure your notebook's big enough to get this, 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 what we're getting. Oh, it is. Okay. Okay. And uh, <laughs> if, 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 if you play the uh, the pick four, somebody go out and play 24 10 today. <laughs> but I'm going I'm to go ahead and take Philly. Uh, only reason why I'm taking Philly because I think they got something for that. Only thing that Indianapolis did against the Redskins last week. They ran stunts up the middle, so the, the pressure wasn't coming to the outside. It was coming straight up the middle because they were just stunting left and right, left and right, left and right. And I'm like, that's old school. You know how to stop a stunt. And the Redskins couldn't stop it. Philly's not going to have a problem stopping that stunt, and that defense is going to wake up. Give me Philly 20 to 30. I mean, I'm sorry, 20 to 3. Cool. Okay. okay, okay. Next game on the slate, the Cincinnati Bengals. Coming into town to play the Carolina Panthers. The line for this game is 44 with Carolina, a three-point favorite. Um, man, where do I go from here? I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers. I think uh, you got Cam Newton. I think you're always dangerous. I just, for me, Andy Dalton is just, you don't know which Andy Dalton's going to show up. Is he going to connect with A.J. Green? Is he going to? You know, just throw the ball to the other team. Who knows? But I'm not I'm not going to take the Bengals in this one. I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers, 21-17. Mm, um, this might be my upset pick of the week. Um, I like Carolina. You know, they, they've been scrappy. You know, um, it was a scrappy one against Dallas and then – they played well against Atlanta, you know, they can't although they came up short. But the Bengals, the Bengals, they uh <laughs> I'm 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 low key impressed with them. I got them beating Carolina today. Um it's gonna be a high scoring game. I got it thirty one to twenty seven. Mm. Now this is gonna be a good game, y'all. I mean, Cam Newton, he he, he just He's, he's unpredictable. I love his play. I like Carolina's defense. I like Bengals' defense. I'm going to throw this up in the air. Let me see him toss a coin. Okay, let's That's one go. of those games. You're right. Let's go with Carolina 27-21. Mm, I like that. Uh, I might need Junior to flip a coin for me. Because <laughs> I'm a little lost in this one. But looking at the Red Rifle, on the season, he's 45 and 75 or 8 at six touchdowns. That's not bad. That's pretty goddamn good. How many picks he got? Uh, They don't count picks anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Cam is 49-71 for 496. But the only problem with Carolina, Christian McCaffrey is your leading receiver. That's your running back. It is. And Cam Newton is your leading rusher. That's your quarterback. Mm. But now, that's the way they're built. I, how, how much long? And Christian McCaffrey's not an every-down running back. He's more like a Chris Thompson, where he's explosive. But you can't use him every down because you'll burn him out. And I don't want to see Chris Thompson get burned out. I don't want to see Christian McCaffrey get burned out. So I'm going to go ahead and go against my better judgment and step out on a, on a limb, take Cincinnati. And it's going to be a low-scoring affair. Give it to me, 
All right. The next game is uh, it's one of them games where it's like, do we have to pick this one? The Tennessee Titans playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. The line for this is 39 points with Jacksonville a nine-point favorite. And I'm going to have to follow Vegas on this one. I just – if Blake Bortles can just be consistent with what he's doing I just, and, and just watching Tennessee struggle, ah. I'm going to have to give it to Jacksonville and Blake Bortles. Even though they don't have Leonard Fournette, I think that defense will hold up and help them out, get them good field position. And um, we, we, I think we'll, we'll see Blake Bortles have a good day, over 200 yards, probably a couple TDs. But I'm going to give it to Jacksonville, 30 to 10. Hey, real quick, is the game in Jacksonville or Tennessee? I believe the game is in Jacksonville. It's in Jacksonville. I'm a uh, again the same thing with the Philly and Indianapolis, um, Tennessee. I like what they've done so far this year. You know, scrappy team um, picked up a kind of sort of low key surprising win over Houston, but Jacksonville defense is also, you know, nasty. You know the um, the front seven, the you know the 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 corners like. I think Jacksonville defense is going to overwhelm Tennessee. I got them winning 24 to 9. Well, I, I, I don't want to count Tennessee out, y'all, like y'all think. I think they're going to play hard today. They're going to play some ball. They're going to want to let everybody know who they are. But I'm sorry, they're not going to beat Jacksonville. So, Jacksonville, 35 17. The simple fact that uh, Marcus Mariota's not starting, and they're starting Blaine Gabbert. I've watched Blaine Gabbert since he was in high school. It's not the same cat that I've seen the first time. So I, I really don't have too much faith that he's going to beat this Jacksonville defense, his former team, actually. So give me Jacksonville 31-3. All right, next game. Next game, fellas. This is this is probably one of the more ma- marquee matchups of the day, high scoring. Division rivals, the New Orleans Saints, coming into Atlanta to play the Falcons. The line is 53 points, with Atlanta being a three-and-a-half-point favorite. All right. Um, Here's another quarterback that I really never have too much faith in, and um, everybody touts him as a upper-echelon quarterback, Matt, Matt Ryan. Um, I think – I don't think the Atlanta offense is going to be able to keep up with New Orleans today. I think New Orleans is going to go into Atlanta, and I think they're going to be – I think I think at the end of the day, if I'm going to pick an offense to keep shooting, I think it's going to be the Saints. So, with, with Drew Brees and all his weapons, he got Alvin Kamara, he got uh, his receiver, Thomas. I'm going to go New Orleans, and I'm going to go New Orleans 35-24. Um, yeah, you know, two high-scoring offenses. Um, Atlanta's defense is actually decent. Um, I wouldn't go so far to call them nasty, but they have a decent defense. Um, New Orleans, um, I guess the defense is still, I guess, trying to find their identity. But uh, I think on this here rainy Sunday, I got a uh, roll of dice on Maddie Ice. Um, I got Atlanta winning. It's going to be one of them high-scoring, probably one of them high-scoring field goal game winners, 38-35, Falcons. Wow. Uh, hey, AD, I'm right there with you. I'm looking at my stats. I'm going by looking how – I like New Orleans. I love Drew Brees. But 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 New Orleans seemed to struggle early in the season. And I think this is a game where Julio Jones is going to step up. So I take the Atlanta Falcons over the Saints, 28-24. Well, as I sit here in my New Orleans Saints socks, my Drew Brees pajama pants, and my Alvin Kamara T-shirt, you already know where I'm going, New Orleans 41-24. I'm I'm sorry, fellas. I'm looking at the NFL Network. They're replaying uh, the 
where Carson Wentz got hurt in the playoffs, and it's just like, wow, he, you got you you tore that off of that play. You wouldn't think a, a simple play like that he would have he would have got hurt. I, I when he made that play when I was watching the playoffs last year, it was like, okay, Philly up, let's go, you know. And then he come off and he's injured, and it's like, wow. But on then he went back. It, it like hyperextended. Yeah, I'm I'm watching it. You see the helmet make contact with that knee, so I guess that was enough to to do some damage. On to the next game. This is a tough one for me, so I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let Delonte start it off, and then uh, oh, and, uh, I'm going boy. I'm going last on this one. The Denver Broncos coming into M&T Bank Stadium, the crab capital of the world, to take on the Baltimore Ravens. The line for this game is 44. The Ravens are four and a half point favorite at home against the Broncos. Delonte, lead us off. All right. Well, you know how I feel about uh, my squad. Um, you know, we kind of regressed a bit over the last two seasons, but just like every season, we started off, you know, 2 and 0. Um, Von Miller playing lights out, four sacks already into the season. Uh, Bradley Chubb, you know, making a great contribution to the defense. Case Keenum, you know, kind of dicey but gutsy quarterback. Um, we were definitely missing that since, dare I say, Peyton Manning. Um, yeah, but, but and, uh, on the other end, and I'm wrap this up real quick, uh, the Ravens, they won't have uh, Hurst or Jimmy Smith playing, but the Ravens' defense is, uh, is also nasty as well, and at home. And we don't do so well on the road. Not sure if this has ever been done on the show before, but of course I want us to win, but my gut is telling me that the Ravens is going to take this one. Um, it's going to be close, probably like 24 to 20. I got Keenum probably throwing, doing something like throwing a pick or something at the end of the game, something idiotic, but I got a feeling the Ravens are going to uh, take this one, but it's going to be a good one, 24 to 20. Hey, y'all, I got a quick question. Do y'all know whether or not C.J. Mosley is playing this week? Oh. It was questionable last time I, um, I saw the injury report. And, of course, I don't okay. have it pulled up right now. Okay, no problem, no problem. Well, in that case, I'm going to be the one who step in Delonte Rogers' shoes this week. I think Case Keenum is going to outplay the Ravens. Uh, Joe Flacco is going to have one of them games that uh, that that Bronco defense gonna be running towards them every play. So I gotta go with the Denver Broncos over the Ravens, 28 24. No, man, Junior, what's I'm talking about, man? Well, if it's on me, I gotta go with Mr. Elite himself. I don't even believe that anymore, so let me stop lying. I'm going to go with Flacco and the Ravens. But it, it's not going to be, you know, a high-scoring affair. So give it to me, 21-17. I, I, I've, listen, I've listened to everybody, and I think the game could go either way. But I think – I'm thinking this is the week where Case Keenum mistakes is going to catch up with him. And and you're gonna have Suggs in the backfield, laying right laying right on him. He's gonna you put some pressure on him. He's gonna throw a, a timely pick. So I'm gonna go with the Baltimore Ravens, 21-17. Hey, that that four point uh difference, you know, definitely uh, ring true amongst all four of us. Yeah, man, I I, I really I think it's gonna be a close game. Neither quarterback for me is is I think you know they're mid pack quarterbacks. They're definitely not elite. And either one of them can make mistakes to cause the game. And we've seen mm-hmm. it. We've seen it all season with Case Keenan. We've seen it Joe Flacco his whole career. It just depends right. on who's going to get going and who's going to have the momentum. But I'll give it to Baltimore at home. But we'll see because, like I said, you got a, a, a nasty pass rush from Baltimore and you got one from Denver. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a hard game to pick. But I'll go with the Ravens at home. The next game on the slate, we got a break. Somebody's going to get their first win this week, and that's the New York Giants coming to Houston to play the Texans. And for me, y'all know I am a 
I'm big on Deshaun Watson. I think that they're rusty, and I think that they're going to get their legs. I think today, mark it down. Make sure you write in that notebook, KG. Today, the Houston Texans take their first win over the New York Giants. I am very unimpressed with the New York Giants so far. I don't know if it's Eli. I don't know if it's play calling. But to have the weapons they have, they look very pedestrian on offense. Uh, Saquon Barkley, you 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 already know he's special. He he's showing it to you. He's showing you why they picked him where they did. But I just think that the Texans and I think Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins, I think they're getting their rhythm back. I think that's going to be a little bit too much for that New York uh, that New York defense. Just that alone. And when they get going, that'll open up Lamar Miller. That'll open up lane for Deshaun Watson to run. I'm going Houston. 2417. Um, hmm. I'm I'm with you, BJ. I'm 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 pretty high on Deshaun Watson as well. Um, you know, a lot of naysayers from from the day, probably like days leading up to the draft last year. Um, and he lit it up before his unfortunate injury. The Giants, uh, I like Barkley. I like Barkley, what he's done so far in the two games. Um I think Odell's still kind of trying to find his way back into this game rhythm. And Eli, you know, ugh, just, <laughs> dude, like, like, come on, like, you know what I'm saying? Peyton got a seat for you. You know what I'm saying? You won your two rings. You know, no diss to the, to, you know, our, our New York fan base, but hey, man, you know, I'm sure half of y'all probably agree with me. You know, come on, Eli. You know, it, come it's, on, sad, it's sad but, to see because. He was a great quarterback at one point, but it's just whatever whatever he's lost, you can tell. And it's it's real, real – even if you're not a Giants fan, even if you're – it's hard to watch. If you're a football fan, it's hard to watch – just to watch Eli struggle like that. And, I mean, he's he's not killing them, but he's not moving them like I think they should be with Odell Beckham and, and Barkley. And who's the um, who's the other receiver across from uh, – Sterling Shepard. Shepard. Sterling Shepard. I, I just think they have too many weapons to be 0-2. Yeah. yeah. On you, Junie. Oh, no. Uh, my bad. My bad, Junie. I got to make my pick. Um, my bad. My bad. I, I thought you did. My bad. It's all good. Uh, Texans, uh, 28-16. to 16. All right, y'all. Okay. Now, I keep thinking this is going to be the week that Eli step up. But if you all saw the screenshot that everybody took last week, Eli just looks so scared. I mean, and that Houston defense is going to be rushing them. I mean, they're going to be coming in. So I'm about to go with Houston uh, 28-10. It's funny everybody said talking about Eli. Let's not forget, despite what's going on this season, Eli is still a Hall of Fame quarterback first ballot. He beat two powerful in uh, New England teams in the Super Bowl when everybody had them as underdogs. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Beautiful. but you also got to remember, when they make their playoff run, they always start off really, really slow. And they come on in the middle of the season, and they are, they run through the playoffs. But this is not where they get their start at. Start. Give it to me, right. Houston. Mm, 16-13. Okay, okay. Next game, we got we got four more 1 o'clock games, and then we'll be ending episode one, going in uh, episode two. Oakland at Miami, line 44 points. Miami's a three-point favorite. Uh, the Oakland Raiders are at 0-2. Miami's 2-0, playing really, really good ball. I thought – I didn't think they would be playing that good with, with Tannehill coming back, missing the time he did. But, hey, shout-out to Miami. And y'all know – I love picking against Oakland. It's, it's more reports coming out of Oakland that John Gruden's presence causing rift between the players. And so I love it because they paid him $100 million. I just want to see Oakland sink. That's what I want to see. I'm giving it to Miami. And uh, Miami 20 uh, – I'm going to say Miami 24, Oakland 13. Hey, I've, I've been on the uh... – Dolphins bandwagon uh, the last two weeks. It don't stop this week. And, you know, not only that, the Raiders, they're division rivals. Um, 
they played pretty good last week. I think they were trying to – they were in game, you know, manager mode. Uh, but, it, you know, it, it kind of caught up with them at the end. I got the Dolphins winning 27 to 18. You know, I was I was on Oakland Raiders at first. They started talking about Gruden, and I forgot all about this thing. The things that Gruden was just making me mad. So, Miami, 17-10. You know what? Any other time, I would pick with Oakland because they're a playoff team and everything. I love Derek Carr. Of course, Beast Mode's out there. I got to go with Miami, too, because these reports that are coming out about John Gruden – is, uh, oh, man, it, it's sad because you just turned a Super Bowl contender team into trash. So, give me. I think I think he's lost touch with he's old school, and and I don't think. And this is my problem with them recycling coaches. Like, why go get somebody that barely had success in the past? I mean, like I said, Gruden hasn't done anything besides. Win a win a Super Bowl for a team that was already set up for him. Other than that, what has he done? No, nothing. So I'm sorry, Kate. You go ahead and make your pick. But you know, it's funny you say that. I'll, I've always said that, and everybody told me I was hating when I said that's Tony Dungy's Super Bowl. But everybody told me I was hating on Gruden. Now, yes, Gruden is a great man, but he's a great man in the booth. I don't think he has it on the sideline anymore. So give me Miami. Man. I don't think 20. he ever. I don't think uh-huh. he ever had. I don't think he ever had it on the side. No, 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 no. Because he was a boy wonder genius as an offensive coordinator in Miami. Uh, coming to the Raiders as a head coach, he did pretty good with Tampa Bay after the Super Bowl, but they were just hung over. But Miami, 27-14. 14 Miami. All right. Three more games we got to get through, fellas. Uh, the next one, local, local, local squad. The Cheeseheads, Green Bay Packers coming to the Washington Redskins and FedEx Field, Landover, Maryland, and taking on the Redskins. The line is 47 and a half points. Green Bay is a three point favorite in Landover. Uh, I just don't think the Washington offense is going to be able to keep up with Green Bay. Not after I saw what I saw with, with the Colts last week. And then you got – if Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing, it would be different. But I believe Aaron Rodgers is playing. I think it's not going to be – I think the, the score end up close, but it's only because Alex Smith is probably going to have to throw 50 times. So I'm going to give it to the uh, Green Bay Packers, and I'm going to say 35 to 24 Green Bay. Uh, <clears throat> one team has Aaron Rodgers. The other team has Alex Smith. Alex Smith is a serviceable quarterback. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say his best days are behind him, but, hey, you know, he's going up against Aaron Rodgers today. Um, the Redskins offense, ew. I mean, they, they Chris Thompson, you know, Chris Thompson, he does his thing. You know, AP is AP. Um, but... I think Green Bay might be a little too much for them. I'm going 35 to 21. Packers. I'm not going to waste any time on this. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, y'all. I will open up my cheese and eat this while I say this is our prediction. (laughs) I'm going with the heads of Green Bay over the Washington Redskins. All I can say is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, 28-17. Man, y'all got to be gone outside y'all, man. You know that? <laughs> like, we beat Green Bay in the regular season all the time. Anytime we could beat Green Bay with uh, a, a Kirk Cousins playing subpar, and we beat Green Bay with a healthy Aaron Rodgers. And their team was way better than what it was. I'm going to go ahead and stick with my squad. <clears throat> but last second victory. Washington, uh, 24-21. Dustin Hopkins kicks a mm, 41-yard field goal straight down the middle. Sends FedEx field into a frenzy. 
There's something in the water. It sure is. <laughs> yeah, you know what's in the water? This shark, baby. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fellas. Two more games. The next one we shouldn't spend more than 30 seconds on. <laughs> Buffalo Bills going to Minnesota to play the Minnesota Vikings. The line is 40 and a half. Minnesota is favored by 16 points. Um, like I said, I, I, I like Josh Allen. I think he's going to move the Buffalo offense. I just think Minnesota is way too much for this. Uh, this seems like at times just underprepared team in the Buffalo Bills. And I'm going to put it up uh, Minnesota 38, Buffalo 17. Um, yeah, I'm not going to waste too much time with this one. Even Minnesota 41, Buffalo 6. This is what you call now wasting time. Minnesota 2410. Oh, man. Uh, I like Buffalo and I really think that they got a shot at winning this game. So I'm going to say Minnesota 37 to 3. <laughs> sad, man. It's sad. Our last one o'clock game, and then we'll be ending episode one. As I, it's the shootout of the day. That's uh, is the Vegas predicting, and that's San Francisco coming into Kansas City. Uh, I believe I, I can't even write read my own handwriting, but I believe the line is fifty four and a half points with Kansas City, a five and a half point favorite. This is where my bold prediction comes in. Mahomes rolling. Four TDs, over 300 passing yards, no interceptions. I'm taking the hot, smoking hot Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to take them 42 to 31. Uh, the Chiefs are another division rival. Um, the 49ers, I, I, I like what they have going on over there. Um, but uh, Patrick Mahomes and um, Tyreek Hill, that's, that's going to be way too much for them today. I got the Chiefs winning 31-17. to 17. This is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo's breakout game. I mean, running, passing, running doing some of everything. Life. Hey, even blocking. Even blocking. Okay? But Kansas City going to destroy it and stop him at his tracks. Kansas City, 28-17. Well, I said two weeks ago Jimmy G was exposed. He had a good game last week. Jimmy G would throw four picks this game. Give me Kansas City, 31-13. All right. That's a, that, that will be episode one. And our one o'clock picks, we'll be on to episode two. Make sure you join episode two. We're going to go over. We got, uh, let's see, five games to go. We got three four o'clock games, uh, the Sunday night game and the Monday night game to get on. And then we'll get Big Jim back later on tonight when we uh, do our recap. And he'll give us his thoughts on the uh, Pittsburgh Monday night game. So for that, that is episode one. And make sure y'all join us for episode two coming right now. And welcome to episode number two, week three in the NFL. We bring it to you the four o'clock games, Sunday night game, and the Monday night game. Waiting for everybody to pop back on, fellas. Y'all, y'all ready to do this? Let's get it. Indeed. All right. So, just waiting for Delonte to hop back on there. Um, like I said, we got uh, is that Delonte? Yes, sir. Yep. All right. We got the band back together. So let's go ahead and jump into these four o'clock games. It's not, it's only three four o'clock games. Double check that for me, KG. Make sure I wrote that down right. I only got three four o'clock games. Yep. You, that's right. Okay. Well, let's jump into the four o'clock games. We got the, I'm trying to say this right without butchering the city, Los Angeles Chargers at the Los Angeles Rams. Okay. Uh-oh. I want to say. I- I want to say San Diego and St. Louis so bad. <laughs> so, but uh, the line on this game is 48 points with the Rams being a seven-point favorite, I guess you could say, at home, which is the same stadium for both of them. So, um, if I got to start this out, 
Uh, who do we lose? Did Delonte drop off? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going uh, after you. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Rams, Chargers. I I have to go with the Rams. I think they're the more complete team. Um, I think the Chargers. You know, they're good, but they just for me they just not consistent enough, and them falling behind early is just not. It's not going to cut it with the Rams. Not with, you know, the firepower the Rams have. So, I'm going to give it to the Rams. I'm going to say the Rams 28 and the Chargers 21. 28-21 Rams. You know what, man? I'm going to be honest with you, man. Those those Rams right now, man. That Todd Gurley, oh, my God. He's a beast. So, I got to go with the Rams. Uh 35-24. Well, I guess I'm I'm I not feeling the Chargers too much and when they playing outside the AFC, but the Rams are supposed to be Super Bowl contenders this year. Give me the Rams 35-12. All right, so we're still rolling with our Delonte. So we'll, we'll, if he comes back in, we'll let him make his picks for the next game. Um, this next game is probably one of those games where it's just you look at it, just shake your head, and that's Chicago Bears going to Arizona to play the Arizona Cardinals. We got a forty point line. The Bears are five and a half point favorite. And it's just for me with Khalil Mack and Trevathion and the rest of the boys on that defense, I just think they're gonna be too much for the Cardinals. And I'm gonna take Chicago in this one. Uh I'm gonna take Chicago twenty-one to twenty-four seventeen. I can go with that. Hey, right now, man, that hey, I'm just not picking against Khalil Mack, man. He's a he's a freight train. He's a beast. So I gotta go with the Bears also. Uh twenty-eight seventeen. Well, of course, I'm going to go with the Bears and that defense, Khalil Mack. Yes. Huh? Yes, sir. Man, but I'm going to make a bold prediction. Khalil Mack will have three sacks. Eddie Goldman will have two. 24-10 Chicago. All right, all right, all right. The next game is uh, uh Dallas Cowboys going to Seattle to play the Seahawks. And uh, we just got Delonte back, it sound like. Yep. Okay. Yo. Uh, I'm going to let you go back through and uh, pick your games before we head to the last 4 o'clock game. Give me your thoughts on the, uh, the, the Los Angeles Chargers at the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, um, I got to go with the Rams. Um, Joey Bosa is still out for the Chargers, so – I got to go with the Rams, man. It, man, their defense is also what I consider to be nasty. Um, 34-20, Rams. All right, Delonte, still on you. Are the next game in the 4 o'clock slate is the Chicago Bears at the Arizona Cardinals. What you think on that game? Um, I'm going to go with the Bears. I'm going to go with the Bears. Like, they got Khalil Mack, and he kind of, like, you know, controlled – Things and it went against Seattle. I got that happening today as well. Um, Bears, but it's gonna be low scoring 17 13. All right, so Delonte is caught back up, and we'll go back in our regular order and we'll jump into this Dallas and Seattle game. Uh, man, I just think the Dallas offense for me, it just is it's not gonna do enough. They're a one point favorite going into Seattle. I don't know how that is. Even though Seattle is probably toting the worst offensive line in the league right now, I still got to go with Russell Wilson because I think he can make way more plays than Dak Prescott can. Uh, so I'm going to go Seattle 17 to 10. Um, Seattle, On you, Delonte. Yep. Seattle, they're, they're doing for a win. Um, but Dallas, oh, man, they. It's, 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 it's rough. It's like we all said, um, 
life without Dez and uh, Witten is going to take some adjusting to. You know, they got the Young Bulls, they got um Dak, and they got uh Alter Top. But <laughs> I got to go with uh <laughs> I got to go with Seattle, man. Um, it's not going to be pretty, but it'll be gritty. I got them winning nineteen sixteen. Hey, Delonte, I really agree with you on life without Witten, but you got to also uh, realize life without Dez Bryant. You know, um, the Cowboys just haven't shown me enough offense. Their defense is on point. You know, you know they're going to have Russell Wilson running, but guess what? That's what Russell Wilson do. He runs. So I'm going with Seattle over the Cowboys. Uh, 28-7. Well... I'm sitting here breaking out in the highs with what I'm about to say, but I think they'll take the ball out of Dak hands and go real run heavy today. And it'll make up for the deficiencies in uh what you call him Delonte Halter Top. <laughs> I think yeah. he'll have a he'll have a, a a a great game. I think he'll run for at least one fifty. So give me Dallas, but they're gonna squeak by seventeen sixteen. Okay. That leads us into our Monday night game. Yep, forgot about the Sunday 8 o'clock. Oh, no, I, you know what? It is a Sunday 8 o'clock game. I'm looking at it wrong. So I told you I can't read my own handwriting. So. No, but it won't be no games. So I think <laughs> the New England Patriots going into Detroit to take on Matt Patricia and his Detroit Lions. Line for the game is 46 points with New England – only a seven-point favorite. Uh, I, I just I can't pick against New England in this case. I just I don't think that Detroit can keep up with New with New England can do. And then I'm excited to see how the Patriots are going to use Josh Gordon. And you know I, I think he's going to catch at least one touchdown. He's going to blow past somebody and grab something. You you still got Tom Brady. You still got Gronkowski. Uh, I just don't know how you pick against this, but I'm going to go New England 31-24. I mean, you know, of course, the sentiment is the reunion between uh, Patricia and Belichick. Um, you know, he's a student of Belichick's. You know, that's, man, that's all fine and dandy, but... He need to on, go man. back. He need to go back and learn some more. Yeah, he do. Um, I got the Patriots and a Lafford 38-10. We'll be asleep probably by halftime. Sorry. Exactly. I think New England is going to come out the gate scoring. And then uh, Lions going to start scoring towards the end to make it look like a little game. But New England, 42-21. Well, I was trying to see how low of a score I could give the Detroit Lions. And I was going to say, you know, hey, 56 to 2. But I said I ain't going to do Detroit like that. I'm going to go ahead and say 48 to 6 New England. Now that's a that's a crusher right there. I just – can y'all imagine if they could get Josh Gordon on track and they have Josh Gordon and Gronkowski and they still sign Corey Coleman. Don't forget about the Corey Coleman sign. So if they get any of these – they got two – People on on or receiving that with absolute wills. So if they get them more track and could get them the ball, you talking about? And, and it's it's a it's a big it's a big. I think uh, as far as Josh Gordon versus Corey Coleman, I think Josh Gordon is closer to being the New England you know way the way they want to do things. But if they can get that on track, that's going to be dangerous. That's going to be dangerous. And, and I don't. Oh, my bad. Go ahead, BJ. No, nah, I'm saying go ahead. Go ahead. Um, and, and real quick, don't forget Edelman is coming back too. So, oh, man. Yeah, it's 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 going to be it, it, once he gets Edelman back, and then he has the his new toy and, and Josh Gordon. It, it's just going to be back to business for New England. All right, fellas. Uh, tomorrow night game which is slated to be a shootout, which is the Pittsburgh Steelers going into Tampa Bay to take on Fitzmagic and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The line for this game is at 50 points. 
and Pittsburgh is a two-point favorite going into Tampa Bay. Oh, man. And it's, it's a lot of drama going on in Pittsburgh right now. And we talked about it last in last week's episode. This isn't a franchise that you normally get that out of at all. So I just think with the distractions, I think that and, – and I talked about it with Junie and Jim last week. I think that the defense isn't getting enough for the blame uh, Pittsburgh putting up points. Uh, you, at some point, you got the defense has to stop somebody, but I don't think they will this week. And I'm gonna say Tampa Bay, forty-two to thirty-one. I think it's gonna be a good game. Um, you know, we got uh, Ron Fitzpatrick, aka Connor McGregor, out there. You know, like throwing touchdowns. He looking. All pro like, but I, I'll never count out the Steelers. Um, I think they'll bounce back from week one and week two. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a squeaker, but I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh, thirty-one twenty-eight. Now, now, I, 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 Pittsburgh is my team. All right, Pittsburgh defense. I just, I just let them go on fantasy. Guess who I just picked up on my fantasy quarterback? Who? Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Uh, so Fitzpatrick's going to eat my boys up 38-28. Well, I think this is uh, this is where Fitzmagic runs out. Pittsburgh gets back on track, plays like – I mean, they haven't really played – offense hasn't played bad. The defense just – haven't been playing Pittsburgh Steeler-esque defense, but this will be the game that they come into the huddle and say, kill them all, let the paramedics sort them out. Give me Pittsburgh and a squeak of 1916. Okay. Well, we're going to – we the next and late final game we're going to do, we're going to touch on this game. So much can happen today that will impact this game, and we'll come back uh, probably with Tuesday night and, and get a, a – a good show in and really dig into this game some more. But it's uh, the Thursday night game to kick off week four will be the Minnesota Vikings going to L.A. to play the Rams. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said neither one of these teams have played yet, so you don't know if, you know, somebody's going to get injured or not. But if, if looking into the future right now, a, a quick turnaround, the Rams don't have to travel. Right now I don't have a score for you, but I'm leaning towards the Rams just because of the travel – and the short week. I'm I'm a roll with BJ. I got the Rams too. It's gonna be God, I don't even think it's gonna be a shootout because we're talking about two monster defenses. But I got the Rams. I, I don't have a score yet either, but check with me later in the week. Well, I'm gonna give you a score. I told y'all once before you cannot go against Todd Gurley. I'm going with the Rams over Minnesota. Twenty eight. 24. going to be a really good game. Well, I'm going to go ahead and go the opposite way. Take my former quarterback. Uh, Captain Kirk will show up on primetime. And he will dazzle the folks. Uh, give me the Minnesota Vikings. 24-20. Okay. Okay. Well, that is that's the end of episode two for us, fellas. I think I think we put together two good shows today. What y'all think? Yes, sir. Excellent. Always five. And we, we'll be back later on tonight, around seven-ish, to give a recap show on the on the on a, on today's games and where our picks landed and who's gonna be the the number one predictor for the week on the sideline junkies. So well, forward. let me let me say this. The last two weeks, Delante has murdered us. And well, right right now is an overall record. Delonte is twenty two and eight and two. Brilliant mind, brilliant mind. We might have to start a handicapping show. And then <laughs> but now on the other end of the spectrum, at an abysmal 13, 17, and two, it's a this guy right here. Man, it's a, it's early. It's only week three, bro. You can make up some ground right today, man. Yeah, but the thing is, I only won five games last week. 
It's okay, man. When we do the handicapping show, you just won't be a part of it. Exactly. Are uh, you calling the dope record or the Redskins record? Oh. <laughs> well, my bad. My, my bad. Oh. This what? is the sideline junkies. Everybody have a great week. <laughs> no, 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 no. But how many wins we got and how many wins you got? Oh. Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah, these gloves getting low now. They getting low, hey, I think. Hey, real quick. Uh, happy birthday shout out to sideline junkies on Junie. Absolutely. Yeah, hey, I think just, we just absolute, you know, he absolute, just absolute dropped off, brother. I think. He ran out the door after that after that shot. That's that was. He ran out the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Happy birthday to Junie, man. Absolutely. Happy birthday, Junie. Uh happy belated birthday. Uh definitely hope you enjoyed it. We we might have to do something for you here at the junkies. Do something a little special, a little junkie cake or something. But, yeah. Hey man, that's all the time we have for episode two. Week three NFL predictions. Make sure you uh, be on the lookout for your notifications, whether you subscribe, wherever you subscribe to us at for our recap show later on tonight. And um, we're, we're going to tweet out the links to this show. We're going to tweet out all of our uh, platforms we're on. And, and like always, KG, tell them you, you could let them know. Let them know our email and our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter page. We're going to post the links for the uh, platforms we're on. Uh, well, on Twitter, we are Sideline Junkies. On Facebook, Sideline Junkies colon podcast. On Instagram, Sideline Junkies. Our email, SidelineJunkies247 at gmail.com. And don't forget, we keep telling you, Keep a lookout for sidelinejunkies.com. It's coming. It's coming. We're working on it. You're going to get blogs from each of us on a whole bunch or a whole range of stuff. So definitely look forward to that. So, hey, that's it for us. Everybody to get get some get some popcorn, get your favorite cold beverage, get ready for week three in the NFL. It's a lot of good games on. I'm about to join Scott Hansen and the Red Zone channel right now and get my fixing now. So, for myself, BJ, uh, Junie stepped out. Happy belated birthday to Junie, Delonte, KG. That's it for us. Episode two. We hope y'all enjoyed it. We'll see y'all tonight on the recap show. Set them fantasy lineups. Peace out, y'all. You got 20 minutes to do it, too.